Welcome to Bring on the Mess, the show where we have real conversations about how to embrace life's messiness and how we find ways to show up and uncover our true self. I'm Beth Ann Langrill, the CEO of For All Seasons. And I'm Lisa Lee, the Chief Clinical Officer at For All Seasons. Now, Lisa, this time on our podcast, we're going to be spending some time talking about a topic that sometimes in the social media and on our televisions looks lovely, and it's a topic of holidays. <laughs> you know, what is perceived in all of those Folgers commercials or any of the commercials where families are all gathered around the tree, all smiling, I really wonder sometimes when I watch TV where that's happening because that is not what the holidays necessarily look like all the time at my house. <laughs> that's for sure. It doesn't look like that at my house. And I think that that's a good part to start with because the perception of what it should be like is not always the reality. And then sometimes we feel kind of badly that it doesn't end up like the Folgers commercial where everyone's waking <laughs> up and having a nice cup of coffee together. <laughs> so it is a messy time of year. Mm -hmm. It can be a messy time of year for so many different reasons. Yeah, you know, there's lots of folks who are missing loved ones at the holidays. I certainly know for me, the pressure of getting the shopping done and getting the wrapping and making sure that the decorations are up and organizing family. And now, especially with the Delta variant and Omicron variant, whether you can be with family, whether you can travel, there's so many unknowns that continue to circulate. It's a really stressful time and a time where sometimes when you're spent at the end of the day, you've got to find that energy to do just a little bit more. Yes. And we want to make sure that there is pleasure and joy in the holidays. So we maybe reach out and we do some of those things that are fun for us. But to acknowledge that sometimes we're just exhausted and we need to take a break mm -hmm. and we don't have the energy just to do that one more Christmas party or one more Hanukkah event or whatever thing we celebrate, mm -hmm. we don't have enough to give. And I think it's important for us to remember that it's okay and we need to give ourselves permission to just take a break and say no. It's interesting that you bring that up. I gave a presentation yesterday to a group of moms, and one of the things that we talked about was that guilt and that sort of, I have to do this because I've been asked to do it, and having to feel like you have to explain yourself away versus just simply being able to say, we're not coming. I know I do. I always feel that sort of, I'm not coming, and it's because of this and this and this and this, when the reality is that we really should just be able to say, I'm going to opt out of this one. And it should be left at that. But there is that seasonal guilt, as I call it, that happens when it comes to disappointing someone or thinking that you're going to disappoint someone. Brene Brown talks all the time about the story that I'm telling myself. And the story that I tell myself every time I'm invited to a party is, you really should go because you'll hurt their feelings if you don't show up. When the reality is, if someone tells me they can't come to my party, I'm okay. I get it. But I don't always give myself that same grace on the other side. So I think about boundaries a little bit when we're talking about this. So whether it's we're creating our own boundaries of I can't go to that party or I can't go to that event or I can't stay up and wrap one more gift or whatever it might be. So those internal boundaries and then the external boundaries that come when we do show up at an event 
what if it's an uncomfortable situation because maybe it doesn't look like the Brady Bunch and (laughs) it's not all pleasurable and there's a lot of tension around the family situation or the gathering situation that we're in. And so the external boundaries of the permission to show up, be seen, have a good time, but also to not overindulge in things that make us too uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And making sure that we are going into it with a plan. Sometimes we know that the family gathering might be a little tension filled. And so one of the things that I think a lot about is how you talk about overindulging. Some folks overindulge when it's uncomfortable in whether it's eating or alcohol or doing too many outdoor games instead of staying inside with the family. And so having a plan and really thinking through what the day needs to look like for you before you get there. Not what it needs to look like for everybody else, but really being able to say, I know that at minute 912, I'm going to need to leave. Or, you know, after 45 minutes, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to need to be able to excuse myself from the party. Or maybe it's you say to your family, you know, I'm not going to come in the morning, but I'll come in the afternoon when the meal happens. And so really trying to shape the day around what works best for you and not having to be led by what works best for everybody else. For those of you out there who are thinking, I could never do that. That's not how I was brought up, or that's not the spirit of the season. I would have people, or I would invite people to think about what's the sacrifice that you have to make for yourself. Sometimes we have to step out and and we do things that maybe are uncomfortable. And I think coming up with that plan, like you talked about, is so helpful. So if I have to step out and if I go to this event that makes me uncomfortable, How do I give myself permission to set a boundary with a family member? Mm -hmm. Or how do I give myself permission to walk into another room or go for a walk for a few minutes? Something that helps you to be able to be in the place, but with your boundaries, with what you're needing. Because I know when I was growing up, this is what we did on Christmas Eve and this is what we did on Christmas Day. And there was no working around on that. Mm -hmm. And I imagine there's a lot of families where they feel the pressure to have to do those kinds of things. As I'm listening, do you think about here's what we do on Christmas Eve and here's what we do on Christmas Day? It strikes me that some families for the first time are going to be having their first holiday without a loved one. And so maybe you're out there thinking, I wouldn't do the normal thing because we've lost a parent or we've lost a grandparent or a loved one. And so sometimes we have to take the opportunity to look at new traditions or to look at new ways of doing things. I know you and I have talked that we're in the process in my family of blending two families together and Hanukkah on one side and Christmas on the other. And so my kids are learning about the Hanukkah traditions that my boyfriend holds And his kids are learning about Christmas and also the opportunity to set some new boundaries around like, hey, we can do a different type of holiday and really looking at how you can feed in new traditions because the time might be here to do that. You know, there might be something that a family used to do because grandma was alive and this is how we did it. And so paying tribute, also not forgetting, but also maybe shifting a little bit. I love that. It brings a smile to my face when I hear you talk about new traditions and learning new things and 
doing new things. I think that that's such an amazing opportunity for people to get together and learn about new traditions, but also to develop an understanding of what was of past too. Mm-hmm. So if we're thinking about people that we've lost, when you were describing that, I was thinking of my dad's mom, my grandmother, who we would always go over to her house Christmas Eve, and she would make these cookies and have these great meals and There was so much pleasure that was in that. And now thinking about if that person's not there, the feelings that come with that Mm -hmm. and recognizing Mm -hmm. that I might be going through something. So that's the other part of it is there might be some joy. So I smile as I think about these new traditions that Mm -hmm. our families can go through. And then I think about the feelings of loss that people might be going through and having to acknowledge that pain that might be coming up. Mm -hmm. And that's really important. And checking in on one another is something we always talk about. And so when we think about people establishing new traditions, you might be listening to us right now and thinking, yep, that's me. And through all of our podcasts, we sort of weave in that piece of life can get messy. And so sometimes in order for us to show up as our true selves, we need somebody to say, how are you doing? And so knowing that through that process of reestablishing those traditions and boundaries might not be a seamless thing. It might not go as smoothly as we thought it was going to go. And the need to sort of be nimble and pivot as you need or as your family might need or kids might be feeling one thing and adults might be feeling another. So trying to just keep all that in mind as well. The other thing that's important to keep in mind as we're acknowledging our feelings is also to acknowledge what's happening in our bodies as we're going to these events. And so paying attention to my body's feeling a lot of tension and really trying to get at why, like what's that tension telling me? Because our bodies have a way to let us know that there's something that's going on. And when we come from challenging childhoods, Sometimes we have to check those facts so we can check in with somebody and that person can be our barometer of, am I overthinking this or is there something going on that maybe I need to be thinking differently about and they can help us with boundaries. And when we go to those places, we can also moderate our own barometers of, I just got into this conversation with somebody, so let's talk about things that we talk about and don't talk about, right? (laughs) Sometimes we shouldn't be talking about politics or religion maybe at parties or events because it just brings up too much tension and it's just not the right population or community to be talking mm-hmm. about some of those things. And so as you're in conversations, really checking your own feelings, thoughts, and how your body's responding, because that, again, it's just information that we can use as a way to maybe step out of a conversation. So politely excusing ourselves, knowing that we maybe need to go for a walk or step outside. Mm-hmm. My go-to is I go into the bathroom and run warm water over my hands because it's just really orienting and it helps me be in the here and now at that moment. Mm -hmm. So when I'm feeling overly anxious or a lot of tension, I can take a break that way. And the door can be closed and nobody can bother you, which is also something (laughs) else that throughout the holidays, things can get really busy. And so making sure that you're taking that time for yourself. We talk about that self-care component and making sure that in the midst of everything, what do you need? And that lock on that bathroom door is magic when it comes to nobody interrupting for that time that you can run the water over your hands just to give yourself the breathing space that you may need that you can't get in a crowd. 
So when we talk about self-care, it might be going into the bathroom, running that warm water. For me at night, it's having a cup of hot tea. And part of it is the tea, but part of it is just the feel of the warm mug on my hand. When you're getting up in the morning and the holidays are here, maybe it's that cup of coffee that you're having in the morning. Not necessarily the Folgers coffee, that uh, commercial, <laughs> but that maybe it's the cup of coffee that you're having and you're just taking a breath to notice, you know, maybe it's the house and how it's set up. Maybe we happen to get snow. Maybe it's at nighttime and we notice the stars out, mm -hmm. but it's really being present moment or noticing what's happening for us in the present moment. If we can savor those moments of joy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, as you're talking about that morning cup of coffee, one of the things that I look forward to the most in December is having the Christmas tree up in my home in the morning when it's totally calm and peaceful and just turning the lights on and just sitting and just starting my day that way. Turning the, the television on, the dog by my feet with my cup of coffee, and it just is that centering piece. So if you're out there and you're thinking, I don't have anything like that, this would be a great opportunity to think through what would be the way that you can begin your day so that you're feeling the best that you can feel as the day starts out. Because, you know, the other thing that's really stressful about the holidays that we don't always talk about is that pressure of the gift buying and the stress of the finances that come with it. And are you overspending because you feel like you've got to keep up with the family member who's also buying the gifts for the kids or making sure that we're having a plan on that end too, because there's certainly no benefit to overspending in December and still trying to play catch up in April as you're paying off those bills. And so I think for holidays, it's interesting because this wouldn't have been what I would have written down on our plan for our podcast today, but so much goes into the planning when it comes to the holidays. It's not just about the food and where you're going to be, but it's also about how we're going to show up during that time so that we can take care of ourselves outside of that day too. I love the idea of starting your day with something grounding. And again, what works for Bethany and you and I, mm -hmm. for those of you out there, it might be something different. And to create that initial grounding place, to come up with a plan, to be aware of the spending that you're doing. I kind of giggle internally because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to overspend. And it really takes an effort. It's one thing to be able to say that, whether it's doing something self-care or not overspending, but really noticing those impulses to, I just want to get that one more gift or, oh gosh, that person got me something. So now I need to get them something. Right. And I've said this to the people that I work with. I've said this to friends and family. It's really about the time mm -hmm. that we spend with people in those moments that is so meaningful for me. Writing a note, a handwritten note is so special. And I think we've gotten away from something as simple as mm -hmm. writing a handwritten yeah. note. Yeah. And handwritten thank you notes. If you're feeling like your kids need to participate in a different way, I always make my kids write those thank you notes and they groan and moan because it's a lot of them to write. But I think the gratitude extends beyond the day. And so trying to keep that gratitude moving and helping, you know, as kids unwrap gifts, sometimes we have a rule in my house. I don't know how you do it in yours, but everybody stops. One person opens a gift at a time because it gives whoever is opening that gift the opportunity to enjoy that moment. And the person who's given the gift gets that same joy. And so it's that give and take of joy and gratefulness that we sometimes get lost in the shuffle during these times. 
Gratitude is really important and teaching young people about that mm -hmm. because sometimes we forget during the holiday, I shouldn't say we, well, I get a little bit caught up in it, so I can totally acknowledge that. <laughs> For those of you out there that don't know, I am an only child, and so Bethann and I joke about that often. But really teaching children or young people about the gift of gratitude and that it's not just about opening presents, mm -hmm. it's about connection. As we talked about earlier, sometimes we come from places where that's really challenging, and mm -hmm. so I think it's really important to know we come up with our grounding, whether it's in the space of a party or when we begin the day, we come up with our plan about how we're going to handle things. We maybe have one or two people that we're going to use in case we get stuck. I love the idea of adding and reminding in that gratitude piece. That's so important. Yeah. You know, as you're talking about gratitude, I was talking with a friend of mine who happens to be a pastor earlier this week, and he delivered a sermon this past Sunday on inner peace and how mm -hmm. gratitude can help to establish that inner peace within us. And maybe life isn't all sunshine and roses as it looks like on those commercials, but being able to really sit with ourselves and figure out what we need to do to feel peace. And we talk about some of these boundaries and some of the things that we might need in our plans and it's really important to acknowledge for all of us that sometimes inner peace comes in setting a boundary and saying, this holiday season, I'm not going to be able to find peace in conversation with this person, but I can find peace for myself in saying, I'm not going to engage in conversation today. Because part of what we talk about sometimes is that there isn't always going to be gratitude or good exchange or a positive exchange. And so I think it's really important for us to all acknowledge as we're talking today that it might not look like the commercial on TV and part of what we might need to do for ourselves is say, I need to hold myself back from a conversation or I need to not have an interaction with a certain person during this time because it's what we need to. And so that's the other part of the holiday season is that it looks like everybody's getting together and everybody's got that connection and everybody has the ability to forgive and forget at the holidays. But part of the stress can be that it's okay to also say, for me right now, I need to put that boundary in place. That's really important because I think we forget about the folks where maybe there's a sense of loneliness that can come up around the holidays mm -hmm. because they don't have people or they have to set that boundary because of the people in their lives. Mm -hmm. Bethany, you had talked earlier about Brene Brown. And for those of you out there who don't know, Bethann and I were both trained in Dare to Lead and huge fans of Brene Brown. And one of the things that, as I heard you talking, kind of jogged in my mind was her idea of permission slips. Mm. And for those of you out there, that is that you give yourself permission to do or say or feel something. So the original idea is, of course, when we signed permission slips for field trips for kids. <laughs> and I remember a story that she talked about. She was meeting Oprah Winfrey and she put a permission slip in her jean jacket. And I know that sometimes we need something to hold us accountable. And so if we make those decisions about, I'm going to give myself permission to not engage in conversation with this person, or I'm going to give myself permission to not talk about this topic, mm -hmm. that maybe we write that down and that we keep it with us, mm -hmm. whether it's through our work day. So if we're not at that holiday party, right. but if we're at the work day, or if we are at that holiday party or event, or maybe we just take that with us in life. Well, <laughs> we don't even have to do that just for the holiday season, but it could certainly be a strategy. So it's not just saying to ourselves, I'm giving myself permission. And maybe we're even saying to our friends or our loved ones, 
hey, give yourself permission to do such and such, mm-hmm. that it's actually writing that down and keeping it with us to hold ourselves a little bit accountable to. I love that. And I shared a story with you a couple of weeks ago about my time home with my family. And as parents are getting older, they need different things. And my kids coming into my parents' house looks different than it did when they were two because now they're 10 and 12. And so we talked about permission slips as a family before the holiday that I needed to give myself permission to be able to say to my parents, we're going to step outside for a little bit because I know my dad is not as up on the screaming and the yelling that the kids do and not in the arguing way. They get rambunctious. And so we really used permission slips a lot throughout the Thanksgiving holiday. And it helped because we forget sometimes in the holiday season that we are coming into someone's home or coming into the way that they like to do their daily routine. And so the ability for us to disturb that routine or to disturb the way that the house would normally be set up or all of those things, it's a really great way to talk about the permission to be able to disrupt a routine or be able to infringe on someone's time in their home when you're visiting with them. It's a great opener where people tend not to feel the defensive. They tend to have an open conversation if we talk about, let's go through this permission slip thing. Yes, and the purpose of that really, as I kind of hear you talking about it, is also establishing boundaries. And I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but let me re-say that boundaries are about what's okay for me and what's okay for you. Mm -hmm. And I even heard you in that saying, here, family, this is what's okay. And then maybe your dad's saying, okay, I just need to give myself permission to step out of the house. And permission for your kids, establishing those boundaries, and the same with mine, mine are as rambunctious, Mm -hmm. to give them permission to say, it's okay to be playful. It's okay to be rambunctious. And so setting those parameters. And as I heard you talking, I started to giggle too, thinking, for those of you out there who are saying... I could never do that in my family because my family (laughs) would never respect that boundary. Mm -hmm. And that's where those other strategies come in. Coming up with a plan on how you're going to handle that, when you're going to step away, how you're going to ground yourself. Mm -hmm. And again, grounding is just finding yourself, your body, your mind in the present moment Mm -hmm. so that you could be able to enjoy, but also say, this is too much. My barometer, my body, my something is telling me, I've got to step away. Mm-hmm. So it works in so many different ways, those permission slips. Yeah. And you know, the cool thing I was thinking as you were talking is that maybe it's not going to work with your family, but maybe you have a group of friends that it works with. Because here's the other piece of it. We're not always going to get it right the first time around, or maybe it doesn't work, or maybe there's another group that says, I love that idea. And so you just find what works in different situations, but they're just little tools that you can pack away with you and pull them out as time is needed. You said something so important, and I know we're coming to that time where Mm -hmm. we're going to be wrapping up, but I would love to highlight that we're not going to always get it perfect. Yeah, especially with the holidays. Sometimes there is this pressure to look a certain way, be Mm -hmm. a certain way. We fall into those old patterns in our family Mm -hmm. of how do we perform or how do we be? And I would love to invite people to think about noticing the pattern and maybe just stepping out slightly, creating new patterns, creating new traditions, tendencies. And so I just wanted to acknowledge for those out there listening that it doesn't always end up as easy, clean as we might present it. And we want you to know that we know that and that 
we have to be nimble. You use that word all the time. We have to be nimble. And sometimes we go in with this best laid plan that doesn't quite work. And so we have to think on our feet and come up with a plan B. And sometimes we go home and we think, whew, I wish it would have gone differently. And that's okay. It's okay to get it wrong so that we can learn. Absolutely. And one of the things that goes along with that is if we can, and you're right, we present this like, it is that Hallmark movie and it's that commercial on TV. (laughs) It's going to be fine if you do all of these things. And the reality is you might take one or two things from what we've said today. But I think one of our major pieces that we can all contribute, whether any of these things work, is taking that step back and trying to live in a space of no judgment. Because when you talk Mm. about that whole, I need to look a certain way or act a certain way or show up at that certain party, being able to base our living in not throwing judgment back when someone does something different. And along those lines too is during the holiday season and and really every day, picking your battles and figuring out what you're going to sort of stake your flag in the ground on. And I was having this conversation with my kids on Saturday because there weren't khaki pants for church on Sunday. And it really was the decision of, are we going to battle through this? Or am I just going to say, wear an alternative thing to church tomorrow? That's fine. Because for me, that was where my capacity sort of hit. And I think those are the things during the holiday time. You picture having the best decorations and this perfect tree and the perfect this. Just being able to enjoy the moments, not passing judgment, And doing the very best that we can, knowing that it might not all work out the way that we've got it planned, but the day is going to go on and we're going to find joy in it if we choose to find joy. Having compassion for self, having compassion for others, staying out of judgment, which can be really challenging for (laughs) us because those negative thoughts can sometimes bombard us. What I really appreciate is that you just talked about knowing your capacity and giving yourself permission or a break to say, this isn't worth it right now because it's going to ensue something that is not productive for my kids and I. So knowing our capacities and staying out of judgment of ourselves when we make those mistakes or if we go too far, I think is really important. I appreciate that. You know, the holidays can be tough. They can be messy. You know, our podcast is Bring on the Mess for a reason because we talk about the things where life can get messy. And I think the other final thing that I'll have to just add into the conversation today is to encourage people to not get caught up in social media and, you know, picture perfect families can appear on Facebook a lot different than they do in real life. And so just remembering that we all have our stuff and we all bring stuff to the table and life is messy and it's not always picture perfect, but you know, tools and strategies taking it one day at a time. I always joke with people. I've been doing clinical work for about 22 years now And I still have something to learn. I still get it wrong. So I appreciate so much that you say we get it wrong. This isn't picture perfect. We want you to know that we rely on lots of resources, Mm -hmm. whether it's internal or external, whether it's a faith, whether it's our family and friends. For me, I count on my breath so much. So I love my deep breathing and my tea (laughs) at night. I really invite everybody to find those things for themselves. And I know sometimes it's hard to find that. That's why there's resources, external resources out there, mm-hmm. like for all seasons, lots of agencies, lots of hotlines. Please be open to using those because the stress or the messiness of these holidays can really sometimes overtax systems, mm-hmm. overtax our bodies and, and minds. 
And so whatever holiday you're celebrating this season from Lisa and I, we wish you the best of the holidays, knowing that life isn't going to be picture perfect, but holidays bring joy and smiles and sometimes tears. And we're here to pick up with you after the season is over. Take care, everybody.